Welcome. We're so excited to be back. Um, apologies in advance if you have to listen to Kelly cough a bit. I'm not going to. I don't have to cough. It's only when you make me laugh, which I guess I laugh a lot. I was going to say, I plan to make you laugh a lot on this one. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Guys, as you can hear, I'm still recovering from my ailments. The ailments. It's been the such ailments. a journey. It's been quite a journey. And this cold ripped through this household like, <laughs> like a, a tornado. China shop. Like a yeah. tornado. We caught it from our little niece and nephew when they were staying with us. I thought, whatever. Like, We've been around them when they've had runny noses before, and it's been fine. So I let them sleep on me, get in my face, whatever. Jackson is into, like, a puppy kisses lick you thing right now. Whatever. Well, it wasn't whatever. Not whatever. Everybody got sick. Everybody. And now I have an ear infection like I'm a freaking six-year-old. I was going to say, I think then yours took a weird turn for the worst. (laughs) It did take a weird turn. But, and you're right, having an ear infection as an adult is a weird thing. Because you're like, why did this happen to me? (laughs) (laughs) But then I was thinking, I was like, why does it happen to anyone? What a weird thing. I mean, everything in your head's connected. Exactly. So that's how it happens. But I think... You know, I feel like this is just a testament to what we're all going to come up against eventually, probably in the next Mm -hmm. like six months, which is we've all been isolating away from other people. And we've all been, I think most of us, not all, but most of us have been wearing masks places. And so I think our immune systems are just not quite up to snuff because they've we've been living in our little bubbles. (laughs) So So I think we're all in for like a really nasty cold at some point. Yeah, I kind of keep waiting for it to happen to me. It's going to happen sometime soon, I feel. But (laughs) like you don't see anybody. No, but I I guess you're about to go into the holidays, though. Yeah, that's when it's going to happen. I'm going to have to work during the holidays and I'm going to come in contact with some snotty kid. And yep. that's what's going to take me down. That's what's going to happen. You heard it here first, guys. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, if we take a mysterious break in January, it's because Kelsey got a Christmas cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> yes, so thank you, everyone, for your patience as we kind of had to take a, a little time off because, you know, you hear Kelly now. It was really bad There were, <clears throat> there were two days where I couldn't even speak. And then yesterday was bad. Today is the best I've sounded in a long time. Yeah. It's also the best I've felt in like two weeks. Yeah. So. Well, there was a there was okay. a real um 
roller coaster of things too because i feel like there were you were like i feel really terrible like when it first hit like you were like i feel really really terrible and then there were a couple of days where you're like oh like i feel like i'm starting to feel a little bit better and then it was like oh uh-huh. no false alarm i'm feeling way worse than <laughs> i, I was that before was the worst part is like every it was day to day like i'd wake up one day and feel like shit and then the next day i'd feel like okay i can see i'm getting better and then the next day shit again and it was just like Never ending, and that's what led to several middle of the night meltdowns of me just like crying, holding my head, like, Aww. oh, will it ever end? But what I learned is, yeah, uh, what happens so there's two different kinds of infections a viral and bacterial, sure, sure. And the viral is like they can't give you medicine, you just got to tough it out. That's yeah. like a regular cold and like regular stuff, yeah. And then bacterial is like. Your strep throat, your ear infections, and things like that that they can give you antibiotics antibiotics. Exactly. When you get, usually don't get both, usually get one or the other. If you get both, which I think is what happened to me because I have the ear infection. Yeah. When you get both, it's like a, you can get better and then get worse and then you get better and then you get worse. I was like, I absolutely have both. It's like... The different types of diseases are like battling it out for control exactly. over how shit you And my you white feel. blood cells are like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm on that amoxicillin. Ooh, yeah. We're feeling great. <laughs> it's we're not drugged up. It's a pill form. It's not that pink stuff that you no, had to take when you were a kid. It's just a giant white pill. They are very large. Well, I'm happy that you're on the mend. Finally, we we also learned to the office soon. We learned through this saga that teledoc appointments are stupid. They are. (laughs) Well, they are for something like this. Listen, guys. So you know, it's a long disease. (laughs) It's a long disease. (laughs) It was a long illness. And so I hit a point where I was like, I need to call my doctor. I like, I need to go see my doctor. And the lady, like I was telling her my symptoms and like trying to get an appointment set up. And I was trying to be like, I think someone needs to look like I was emphasizing, like my throat's really sore and my ear is plugged up. Yeah. My ear, ma'am. Somebody needs to stick a thing in my ear. need to put that thing in my ear with the light. Yeah. But she goes, oh, we're going to do a virtual visit for this. And I was like okay but that's so dumb i know and then my doctor she gets on the call she's like i really wish i could look in your throat and your ear and i was like well yeah and you're like yeah same (laughs) yeah so then i just ended up honestly going to an urgent care place i went to the minute clinic in cvs and guys (laughs) i highly recommend it was the best uh like urgent care experience i've ever had that lady was like yeah your ear is angry and they got you in and out. But yeah, she said my ear's angry. Like, it was just regular urgent cares. It's like an emergency room. Like, you're sitting in there oh, with yeah. the other sick people. It uh-huh. takes forever. This one, it's appointment only right now, at least at the one I went to. You check in. You don't even have to interact with another human until you get into the room. Yeah. Like, you just, like, boop, boop, boop on a kiosk. And then they just open the door. And she was like, is there a Kelly here? And you're I was like, like that's masters. And she was like, yes. And I go in and there's like two, there's the nurse and the nurse practitioner in there. The nurse is like getting my vitals while the nurse practitioner is like getting the rundown on my symptoms. Like boop, boop, boop. I was out of there in like five minutes with my prescription. Highly recommend the Minute Clinic, guys. <laughs> is that your Skip recommendation your this week? 
<laughs> no, but it's one of uh, it's one. Skip Med Express, skip your urgent cares, whatever you have. Go to a minute clinic, man. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Yeah. Urgent care has a real um like college health center vibe, which is just yeah, it's so like, depressing. It's so depressing and it's just sort of like a big room full of people that just like look and feel like shit. Yeah. And then you finally get called in and the person's like, Yeah, let me give you a Z pack. <laughs> like the answer is always a Z pack. <laughs> Slap a band-aid on it. Slap some antibiotics on it and get you out of here. Oh, God. Well. The Minute Clinic. It was amazing. The the Minute Clinic. God bless the Minute Clinic. I also got a rapid COVID test there, and it was rapid. Yeah. Uh, It was great. Yeah. I did a rapid test at the Minute Clinic. The was great. Yeah. CVS forever. CVS forever. This is not an ad, but it could be. CVS, call us. (laughs) I love it. I love CBS. Well, well, we are we're here for something else. We are. Oh, wait, my name. What? I'm Kelly McMaster's Parsons. Yeah, I'm Kelsey Paul. And this is the Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. Yeah, believe it or not. Believe it or not. We're here to watch Criminal Minds today. We're going to watch season five, episode 18, The Fight. And, and Kelsey hates this one, apparently. I have really strong negative feelings about this episode. I have a feeling that you are going to feel the same once you figure out okay. which one it is. Yeah, she texted me earlier today being like, I hate this one. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to save myself. I'm not going to look up which one it is. Yeah, I I had to check to see. I mean, because it's been so long since we recorded, I had to check to see if I had a fun fact in the in the queue or if I needed to get one. I did have one already, but then oh, I was good. looking at it and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, I hate this episode. <laughs> I was like, what a bummer of an episode to come back to after not recording for so long. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's I realized right. the other day we only released one new episode in October. October was October bad. was a struggle. <laughs> we, were, we were just outliving our lives. We were bad podcasters in October 2021. Um, life just got in the way. It was pod. a good month. I turned 29. You did. We both celebrated our anniversaries. Yes, we were doing other things. You we were really sick on lived. your birthday. I was sick on my birthday. Because I remember being, I was like, oh, that's fun. Like, we'll record, like, after your birthday. Like, you were gonna, we weren't going to do it on your birthday because you were going to do, like, fun things for your birthday. Right. But I was like, ooh, I'll wish her a happy birthday on the episode. And then it never happened. Mm, no, it never happened because. So happy belated birthday. Stages. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the last year great. of your 20s. Yeah. I'm ready for the crisis of accepting that i'm gonna turn 30 it's really not a crisis it's really fine i enjoy my 30s i'm doing doing great 30 and thriving you're 30 and thriving yeah (laughs) you're flirty 30 and thriving is that what it is hell yeah although you're 32 32 flirty and thriving um almost to 33 kelsey about halfway there yeah 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 coming up on that half birthday what what um what 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 what? uh well are we ready (laughs) to do we're ready we're ready let's do this we can't delay it any longer we haven't watched we've delayed it so much 
Um, all right. Well, I'm going to... Pro- Wait, do I have my subtitles on? Yes, I do. Do you have your I'm subtitles on? together. Yes, I do. Well, how high is my... Oh, the the volume is Turn much Turn it down, Kelsey. We don't want to hear it. It was, on, an, hear it was it. on an eight. That is oh, too boy. high. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, no. I just went to screensaver. Come back to oh, me. Oh, no. Come you tell me when you're me. ready. Not ready. This voice is going to like really get in the way of me doing accents. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, there are no accents to have in this episode. Mm. Um, Kelsey, all right. that was very um, North American of you. Oh, my God. To say there's no accents. All right. I'm gonna <coughs> but press, I know what you mean. Okay. I'm going to press play in three, two, one, play. Ooh, radio dispatcher. Right, we're a helicopter. Presidio There's Park. Body in Presidio which means Park. Are we in, in California? San Francisco. Okay. You know, that classic San Francisco accent. <laughs> yeah. San Presidio Park. Oh, that's a dead person. That is a dead person. So the helicopter spotlight has found a dead body, male, badly beaten, single gunshot single to the head. Single gunshot. Who's there? The they detectives. look like Hitchcock and Scully when they were like they, in their they early did. Days. They did. They're both had their <laughs> trench coats, <laughs> and they immediately just go, "We got to call the FBI. It's starting again." FBI. The FBI. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, All right. We are. We're climbing the hills of San Francisco. Oh God, I could never live there. God no. And there's a lot of hills Pittsburgh's in Pittsburgh, hilly, but, but damn. Ooh. This guy is looking, giving me some Michael Myers energy with that he light He really is. Him. He was like backlit. All yeah, right. Someone just looming up the hill. I feel like people in San Francisco don't just climb that hill like that. No. I he's think, a sidewalk. Oh, he's lurking. Look at him. He's watching him. So you, I. Oh, there's so many red flags here. Yeah. So we've got like a, a dad and a daughter. The daughter's 14. They're talking about like, like dating and things and she's being angsty. Oh, wow. Look at that break. She really looks like Luke's daughter on Gilmore Girls. She does. But it's not her. Uh, why is he getting so close to them? Yeah. He just keeps following them. So the and dad's so, like, can I help you? And he's like, what do you think the helicopters are doing tonight? And he's like, I don't know, but I'm trying to talk to my daughter. Can you back the fuck up? Yeah. Can you stop following us? Oh, he's, he's wet. Why is he so wet? I don't know. His hair is wet. Oh, he he's says. soaking. <gasps> he wet. calls the daughter by her name. He says, I'm talking Ew. to Jane. Oh You're my not god. In charge here? Ew. And so the dad's like, "Jane, you need to go." And then the guy pulls a gun and is like, "No." Oh, pew pew. And he no. says, "You come quiet or you both die." Oh fuck. Oh gosh. Oh. And now we're at a training facility. Do with you remember Forrest this yet? <laughs> Do you not remember this? <laughs> No. There's Hotch. What up, Hotch? <laughs> Dude, how do you not remember this? So Forrest Whitaker is like doing like hand-to-hand combat training. <laughs> in what- I feel like Forrest Whitaker is too highbrow of an actor to be. He totally is. Lines. They get a lot of good ones, though. When they get Tim Curry, it's like this is like they're at peak It's the season. same season, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Hotch has come in. They're training in what appears to be an abandoned warehouse. Yeah, classic, Forrest, like, scrappy training facility look. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker's name is Cooper, and him and Hotch clearly, like, know each other. They're, like, chit-chatting like they're old FBI bros. Oh, uh, he says, I'm allergic to bureaucracy. 
Okay. So they're talking about the case well, in San Francisco. the San Francisco case. Um, so like Hotch is going to look at the files and Cooper's like, I can give you a preview. Now they're in a bar. Oh, and it's so red. It's so red lit. It looks like okay, a bordello. Two years ago, a dead male turned up in that same park. Uh oh. With blood force trauma and the single gunshot. Okay. Okay. So over the so, next three days, three more Vicks, same MO, and then after that it goes dormant. And then the exact same the year later. So we have like a very weird pattern with a very weird- so every year- Like break, a year-long break in between. Four execution-style men. Yep. So execution-style murder. <laughs> four execution-style <laughs> men. So Cooper says, I got a theory- and I think these cases are linked. Yeah, duh. Duh. I feel like that's clear. I feel like that would be clear after year two when it happens again. So he says that there's this other case that he thinks oh, is linked to this, this is theory. which is a dad and a 15-year-old daughter that are found dead. And then the same year, same thing. So he's like, they're all connected. We just need to figure out how. But they only have okay. three days. Right, because the stuff's happening. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know the stuff's saying. happening. <laughs> so it seems like we're gonna we're gonna s- divide and conquer here. Hotch and the BAU that we know and love are going to handle the like dead dudes that are beaten and found, and then Cooper and his team, who we haven't met yet, they're gonna handle the dead dads and the dead daughters. Yeah, he said he's allergic to bureaucracy. So what team is he involved with? I don't. I don't know. Is he a PI? So now we're seeing dad and daughter from before. They are chained. Oh, are to they a, in like a big pool? Yeah, I kind of remember. You kind of remember this? Yeah, they're like in a, a indoor pool Just facility. And the dad is that looks very uncomfortable. The chains are around their necks. Yeah, that's. Oh, I mean, they're not being kept hostage for their comfort. I know, but that looks like particularly <laughs> uncomfortable. It does. So. Creepy unsub is like playing with the daughter's Ew. hair, but like with, with his the gun. gun. And the dad is like, fuck you, get away from her. Blah, blah, blah. So scary. It is scary. Something about an abandoned pool is also just like extra. So scary. creepy. Are there really abandoned pools? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there are. I also think an abandoned indoor pool which is what they're in is creepier than an abandoned outdoor pool yeah like something about it being inside makes it creepier yeah cassie just pointed out one of the libraries in pittsburgh one of the carnegie libraries has a pool inside that is not a functioning pool anymore good history fact good Good history fact good real world uh reference (laughs) she yeah she answered the question for us right away Oh, there's the Golden Gate Bridge. That what fortunate B-roll they had. They did. They had some fortunate B-roll of a jet just flying over San Francisco. Wow. I've never been to San Francisco, but I'd like to go. I have. I enjoyed it. I was there very briefly for a wedding. I'd like to I go back. I think I would do the Princess Diaries tour and just go see all the sights from Princess Diaries. Unsurprisingly, I really wanted to go to Alcatraz. Did not have an opportunity to do so. <laughs> 
But we all know my husband doesn't like boat tours, so he probably right. wouldn't have gone he anyway. Couldn't. We'll go together. Someday we'll that's find right. a conference that's we wanted- in San Francisco. <laughs> I forgot we wanted to go to that conference in San Francisco just so we could go to Alcatraz. <laughs> it will happen for us someday. I'm going to manifest it. Yeah. Okay, so they're just this talking about the case. is a little intense. Whatever. Yeah, we're on the jet, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Doing the jet part. Beep, I have beep, to beep, say, boop, it's know? really great to see the team. I missed them. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I was just thinking, where's Reed? Did you watch the Matthew, Matthew Gray Goobler Halloween special on his Instagram? I did not. I did. It was silly, <laughs> as to be expected. <laughs> yes, of course. But where is he? Is he on this plane? Where's JJ? No, I, I saw him. JJ they're, both, they're both sitting like below where Rossi is oh, standing. Are they in the... Okay. Rossi's... Oh, Rossi is standing. So basically, a single word of text. Yeah. The gist of it is that there are some doubts among others in the FBI, particularly the director, that Cooper's theory about them all being linked is real. But Hotch is like, I believe him. Oh, is this the backdoor pilot? It's the backdoor pilot. Okay. I was thinking it's we haven't seen one yet and I can't believe it. What? That guy plays Constantine. (laughs) In Legends and the show Constantine. Oh, shit. Yes. So for those of you who haven't already caught on, we are watching the backdoor pilot for Criminal Minds Suspect Behavior, the first of two spinoffs that the show would have. Neither are successful. Neither are successful. Um, I also just really hate a backdoor pilot. This is part Me of too. my... Me too. They're stupid. It's part of my complaint about this episode, which I just think that the format of a backdoor pilot is fucking dumb. Yeah. Because. Name one successful backdoor pilot. You can't. None. Because it's a a dumb concept and I don't know who invented them, but it's stupid. Yeah. And the problem is. There are many iconic backdoor pilots, though. What? This, the one in Gilmore Girls. Oh, yes. There's an iconic one in Golden Girls as well. But the problem is, is that backdoor pilots always force you to focus on a bunch of characters that you don't know, which is not why I'm here. Yeah. So we're going to have to get to know Cooper's like crazy team of misfits. Like, and I'm not interested. No. So Rossi and um, Prentice are talking to the local detective outside at at the crime scene where they found the dead dude. Um, none of the men were reported missing. They came from the Tenderloin District. Okay. Neighborhood. Look at that body. Um, so they're saying if he hadn't been shot, he would have died from, like, his internal injuries from being beaten to death, basically. Yeah. They could tell he fought back, too. Okay. So he put up a fight. Um, but... He was subdued when he got shot. Okay. Okay. So, in other words, what the hell is he doing with them? What the hell? All right. So, now we're seeing... Dad's in the pool. Dad. Dad's in the pool. He's in the empty pool. Right. I remember what happens in the pool. Yes. It's a weird (laughs) fight club situation. Yeah. There are weird pools of blood all over the pool. Another shirtless man is handcuffed to the ladder of the pool. And the unsub is standing... This is reminding me of something. I can't think of what it is. The unsub is standing above, and he, like, throws him a key, and he's like, unlock him. Oh! 
And the shirtless guy now just starts beating up he the just dad. Lands one right away. Oh, he ran away. He punched him and he ran away. Throw the key off to the side. So you the unsub. Yeah, he's like, you win, you live, you lose, I kill your daughter, and then I kill you. So we've got a fight to the death situation. Well, where'd this other guy come from? He kidnapped him. I know, but like, where's his daughter? If he's still alive. That's that's the other half of the puzzle. So the three men, oh, like the right. men. right, that's the random body in yep, the park. those are the random right, bodies. Right, right. So like he's forcing the dads to fight for their daughter's lives, basically. Oh, this is hard to watch. This but the is fucked up thing. Mammon feels. Yes, it does. The other fucked up thing, though, is that we know that we find Ew. dead dads and dead daughters. So he kills them anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. How can you not? Well, right, because they've seen his face. Like, he can't. Oh, I know what vibes it's giving me. Squid Game. <laughs> Duh. Um, there you go. <laughs> so the daughter's freaking out. She's still chained to the pole thing, so she's just watching and crying, and the yeah. dad's just trying real hard to fight. I feel like she can barely see in there, though. Like, she's... Yeah, she can only see part of it, because she's, like, on the Do floor. Do you think the unsub's wearing a toupee? He has a lot of hair. And just the way it moves doesn't quite look natural for him. Uh. <gasps> oh. Pew, pew. He just shot the other guy. Okay, so I guess the dad won. Um, All right, we're on to day two, so time is passing quickly. Yeah. Are they in an industrial day. laundromat? Like, what yeah, are I was going to say, is this just, are those big washing machines? So I guess what we're saying. The so- one guy looks like a weird, cheap knockoff of Gideon. Like a he weird does. skinny Mandy Patinkin. He's in a lot of things, usually in like political shows. I feel like he's, what uh-huh. show is he in? It was a Netflix show. But I think what we're supposed to get from this is that like the BAU is like the fancy FBI. Like they've got their headquarters but, like, Cooper's yeah. team is, like, the knockdown, like, drag yeah. out. Nobody cares about the, like, internet FBI yet. Yeah, they're, like, scrappy, and they have a weird headquarters where there's, like, laundry machines. Yeah, they set up their stuff, their chunky laptops. Yeah, and, like, wherever they can. Cooper's, like, a little bit of a rogue FBI agent. Like, he doesn't carry, like, a government He wears gun. a leather jacket. He wears a leather yeah, jacket. No suit and tie for him. Okay. Okay, so they're at a lady's house. Oh, and she's like, just get inside, please. Is she the... Oh, she's suspicious. Now she's like, oh, God. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Oh, you. she says, you just got my family murdered. And they're like, what? (laughs) Record scratch? So I bet she got like a ransom note thing that was like, don't call the FBI. Oh, yeah, DVD. Of the husband. Yeah. <gasps> so he sent her a video of him killing the first victim from the park. Oh. And he says if she went to the police, then he would kill the husband and the daughter. Oh. Also, for any Pretty Little Liars fans, the woman who is playing this mother plays Spencer's mother this in Pretty is really Little Liars. Just, they're just like... Going wild with the like guest spots. These guest spots, man. Um, 
so they're saying that it would be really hard for him to like keep the daughter and the husband captive and be kidnapping people but also be watching her so they're trying to assure her like he doesn't know we're here it'll be fine they're not gonna die because of this but she's clearly worried yeah so Hotch is like, well, this confirms that Cooper's theory is right. Like, he's killing both of these sets of people. Um, Hotch and Cooper are just chit-chatting. They're having, like, a heart-to-heart on the roof of somewhere? Or a balcony? What the fuck are they? Where are they? It looks like they're in, like, Florence, Italy. Like... That landscape. It does. It doesn't look like San Francisco at all. (laughs) I guess I admitted that I've never been to San Francisco. That's true. You don't don't even know know what it looks like. (laughs) It does look like that. Um, So they're talking about a case that they once worked (laughs) together. um, And it sounds like that case didn't go the way that it should have. And Cooper's got some regrets about that because he like he was they're talking about he ignored his gut and his gut ended up being right and uh, some extra people ended up dying and so he's like blaming himself for that oh and so hotch is like this isn't gonna be like that we're gonna catch him your gut was right yeah Yeah, we're here now but they found another body which is the guy that we just saw him die like shoot he likes to dump them all in the same park presidio right he's got he's got a comfort zone for sure Ooh, now we're blending prentice with constantine man aka matt ryan in real life aka whatever his name is in the show yeah we don't know what his name is in the show and guess what we don't care because we'll never see them again nope he's gonna go oh he's from british special forces oh and she prentice is also international oh right they would make beautiful babies i was gonna say if this <laughs> i ship them <laughs> i do too they would make beautiful brunette brown-eyed babies yeah that would be jet setters yes international beautiful jet setters yeah and she so she, prentice is like there are some weird rumors about your boss but then constantine's like i trust the man with my life yeah. sorry <clears throat> I trust the man with me life. <gasps> there it is. <laughs> I feel like my voice is improving the more I speak. So. Yeah, you really—you just got to like, it's like a muscle. You got to work I it gotta, out. Yeah, I got to, you know, exercise it. Yes. All right. We see the man that got shot in the pool. Lots of tattoos on this guy. So Not wearing a tattoos. shirt. No, he's never been wearing a shirt. Nope. Skin under his nails. First victim um, had scratch marks on his chest. So they're putting it together. They assumed that the victims were fighting the unsub, but now they're figuring out that maybe that's not the case. They're fighting somebody else. Each other. And so they're figuring out, like, has something to do with the dads and the daughters. Yeah. And sending messages to the wives. Lose a fight, you die. Yep. Constantine is on the right track. Yep. What do those welts look like to you? Oh, rubber bullets. Oh, my. So okay, they... Okay, so the unsub's been in prison. Mm-hmm. So he's... That's how he knows how to control them. Yep. But he likes to watch them beat the hell out of each other, and then the loser gets executed. 
Yes, correct, you guys. You've caught up to where we are. Yeah. All right, let's call Hotch. And then Constancy's calling Cooper. Who are you calling? If I'm right, there's someone else there. We need to be delivering that profile. (laughs) The accent is out in full force now. Oh, we're going to San Quentin. Okay, here we go. Via helicopter. helicopter. Okay. So now we've got the other dude and Rossi. Skinny Gideon. Skinny. Yes, they all need to have nicknames. Skinny Gideon and Rossi. Because we don't know their names. We don't. I feel like they haven't been given names. I Yeah. All right, we're at the yard. Yeah, we're, we're at the yard, the yard in prison talk. Um, Listen, I watched Orange is the New Black. I know. I feel like it's unusual that they're How just they chatting with inmates wa- outside. Yeah, they just walked right up. Uh, they're like shake. They're touching him, hugging him. Yeah, this those is things weird. aren't allowed. <laughs> All right, we're bringing in the FBI. So the guy that they're talking to, who's in prison, knows Skinny Gideon, and he's surprised oh, that he Skinny works Gideon for the FBI. Used to be a baddie, I think. Oh, yeah. He's like, if I ever got my shot of redemption, I promised you I'd take it. Wow. So he's like a man on the inside of the criminal world. We're quickly learning everybody's backstories. Everybody, you know? yes. Which is British classic. guy is British. Mm-hmm. Skinny Gideon was a baddie. We're going to go with the lady next. Well, and you know what's annoying is that this is classic pilot bullshit, which right. is like, it I'm, is. we don't want this. I'm almost six seasons into Criminal Minds at this point. <laughs> I have, we have matured past the pilot format yeah i don't need we this have. we don't need this background blather all right we're delivering the profile but it's just reed and hotch yeah where is jj we haven't seen her like at all again did she have a grievance i yet? have no. because i'm having to look at these other people i don't know which means less screen time for my beloved jj right exactly see they said the yard <laughs> yeah <laughs> So they're asking him about the way that the unsub kills. What Who's what's our that lady? what's our nickname for that lady? She's the lady oh, right. on Cooper's team. She's the lady. She kind of looks like JJ, but like B team JJ. They're all the B team versions of A team Criminal Mind stars. Yes, but she particularly looks like JJ's. Yeah. Well, I guess Skinny Gideon does oh, look like Gideon. he's choosing surrogates that represent himself. And now he's taking so he's Polaroids the of the daughter. Ew, yeah, he's taking and selfies, selfies with the daughter. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Okay. We're back. We're in... Um... Chinatown? It looks like, it looks like a, a Chinatown situation. It looks like they're being green screened into it as well. It does. It looks weird. I. (laughs) It's hard to tell if like, are we shooting on location this day or (laughs) what are we doing? Or not. So it's now nighttime. Now we're in the Tenderloin District. We're in the Tenderloin District, which is where he gets his other fighters from. And Constantine's on a rooftop. He's gonna pull out a laptop and start doing some beep boop beep boops. And him and oh, Prentice no, are gun. having some banter. Mick. His name's Mick. Nick. Mick or Nick? Mick with an M. Okay. As in my name. I guess oh, I just said M-N-N. The first part <laughs> of your name. 
Okay. So he's looking up from the roof. Prentice is on the ground. Now we're seeing dad and daughter. They're both chained up again. Are they in a bathroom? Oh, no. They've been in this locker room? Yeah, I think they're chained up in the locker room of this pool. Oh, it's like a locker room that overlooks the pool? Or does he move them them when they fight? I guess. But yeah, you're right. She was lo- she was chained up and she could see the pool. That yeah, I don't know. Nothing understand. about this okay. makes sense. We're seeing someone get snatched. Uh-oh. Southeast corner. See but the guy it's not the unsub. The no, it's not. It's going to be a distraction. All I see are guys clocking junkies. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I. there's just a bunch of people around all right, that all look the same. got him. All right, so she's following. He runs away and leaves his bag behind. Okay, Mick. Okay, so now the guy's running. in pursuit. Where's Morgan? Yeah, where's Morgan to tackle? You know what? Prentice don't need no man. She can tackle him on her own. I know. We just so rarely see a Prentice pursuit. But I'm into it. Get him. I am too. Look at those bangs. Look at those They're like dodging cars. Oh, God. She went over the hood. Prentice. <laughs> she like she just like got hit and rolled. She off like the car rolled. And kept going. She hardcore parkour like rolled over that car. She doesn't That's tackle filthy. him, but she just kind of like pushes she him. She pushes into him wall. into a wall. And why are you following that man? Oh, he just wanted a fix. He just wanted some drugs. It's not him. It's not the dude. He's got track marks. Uh, and meanwhile, dad is <laughs> dad is fighting a different guy in the pool. He's choking him now. Oh, oh shit. Oh, God. I feel like dad has gotten wow. more Dad's ruthless. Gotten, he's cha- channeling some. Well, now he's experienced. Anger. He's got some experience being a bare knuckle fighter at this point. So, yeah. Oh, God. Wow, this is really, rough. We're really seeing this. Oh my god. Oh, I think he's just dead. He didn't even have to get shot. He did it. The unsub seems like not pleased. Disappointed? Yeah. He made a face like, ugh. Why keep this up? Oh, he's trying to get in the dad's head. He's fully in the delusion. Yep. Now he's throwing the Polaroids at the dad. And he's like, she's better off with me. Like, why don't you just like let her be with me? Why don't you give up? Ew. He's Gross. definitely like stalking them. Obviously, because he knew her name and stuff. Right. But the dad's like, fuck you. You won't break me. And then he's like, okay, then it's to the death. To the death. Or I kill him. about to get in there? Oh, God. To the death. Like wait, two to the dance for what? What? I'm so confused. What choice is being given right now? Oh, he didn't actually kill that guy. Oh, the guy's just unconscious. The the dad's like, or the unsub's like, you have to kill him. Oh God, why doesn't he just strangle Uh, him? Why does he need to punch him to death? Strangling is very hard. Yeah, but the guy's passed out. He wouldn't fight. I feel like punching someone repeatedly until they die would hurt so bad. 
Yeah. Okay, now we're on to day three, so we're running out Here of time. We go. Dramatic circle of the day three on the clock. There's JJ. There she is. All right. We're in the laundromat. Uh, Hope we got to go back to San Quentin. We're going back to prison. So Rossi and Cooper also are old FBI buddies because they talk about, like, just like the old days, interviewing guys. Yep. Okay. So there's theorizing um, that the unsub lost a teenage daughter of his own, which makes sense. Yeah. So this is they have a list of teenage daughters who were removed from their father's care see normally we would have we a scene where garcia, garcia searches for that but we don't have time also, for they that have all those computers why are we looking at these paper files yeah truly why are we like old school in it oh strauss i was gonna say i kind of miss Aaron strauss <laughs> There she is. She's coming back at some point soon. So she's pissed. She's like, why are we wasting our time with Cooper and his weird theories? And so Cooper's like, let me talk to her. Let me talk to her. And she goes, do you think I'm stupid, Agent Cooper? (laughs) It says, yes. Yes, Aaron Strauss, we do think you're stupid. Yeah. I'm Forrest fucking Whitaker. (laughs) I'm Forrest fucking Whitaker. I'm slumming it on CBS right now. (laughs) Yeah. We all forget I was in that movie. What was that movie that was like his big deal movie? King of Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that was just before this. Yeah, I don't know when that in relation to this would have been. Yeah. Okay. He's just going off on her about how like he's going to do this because whatever. My favorite thing is that the gist of what he says is like, love talking to you not gonna defend myself to you i have shit to do goodbye and hangs up (laughs) which is honestly the attitude we all want to have with aaron strauss i feel like though anytime the bau steps out of line like that they are suspended or fired yeah and then go in front of like a congressional committee exactly and then he pulls that shit and there's not gonna be any consequence well i mean we don't know because the show never comes to be (laughs) yeah exactly i was like has anyone watched any independent episodes of (laughs) suspect behavior i don't think that they have all right we're back at the prison i don't even think you can stream suspect behavior anywhere yeah does it exist in perpetuity anywhere all right so B team JJ is like at the family's house and she's like looking at family photos like longingly. I don't know what the point of that was. Yeah. All right. All right. So our informant. some guy that was there. Yep. The informant. 1988. At San Quentin might have found our guy. He would tell a story. His daughter died, so he went all commando, boxing, working out, and challenging everyone in the yard, saying that he'd fight them to the death. To the death. Okay. So they think it could be the guy. Um, He gets so bad. Oh, so they put him in solitary, and that's how he served out the rest of his term. But we don't know what his name is yet. We're so, back into the bedroom. She's looking around the daughter's bedroom. Here comes There's Morgan. There's Morgan. Morgan's like, what are you doing? Oh, her dad was in the army. Who cares? 
Now we get All her he knows stupid is I gave backstory. up West Point to go into the FBI. I feel like any like military dad would still be proud if you went to the FBI. Yeah. Any dad. So she's profiling the daughter and there she's like the daughter her room is saying is telling her parents that they don't exist in her life. And now she she's reading her, journal. her diary. Why would she do that? Her it's diary. Typical 14 year old stuff. Talks about some boy named David. Ooh, who's David? And so she's like, she's private though. She wouldn't leave this out for them to be able to see it. She wouldn't even write it down to begin with. So they come downstairs and they're like, your journal, her journal only goes nine months back. Like, when did she start keeping it? And it was the suggestion of a family counselor in the Tenderloin District. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so that's how he found her. So there's some sort of therapist in the Tenderloin. Okay. Where this guy's getting his people. Oh, okay. He's going to talk to Garcia. Can I talk to your analyst? Bring on Garcia. There she is. There she is. And he's like, hello, it's Sam Cooper. And she's like, Sam Cooper? As I live and breathe. So he says. Let's do this. Anyone who goes through social services who ends up losing a daughter. Okay. She's going to hack like the wind. Hack like the wind, bullseye. There he is. He's eating what I must assume is oatmeal. In the pool. I don't know why I think it's oatmeal, but I really think it's oatmeal. <laughs> okay, that's just, it's just giving you an oatmeal vibe. Yeah. Oh, that da- the His makeup on the dad is not great. <laughs> is so puffy and like matte. Like there's no shine at all. No. Which I think makes it unbelievable. That man would be gross and sweaty. Yeah. So. Dad and Jane are having a heart-to-heart, and he's basically like, I'm sorry I tried to control you so much, but I want you to have a great life. And I, I, want, you to, I, I want to walk you down the aisle. Yeah, and he's like, I'm your dad. It's my job to look out for you. Hey, let me uh, riddle you this. Where do you think they're peeing? <laughs> you I'm think thinking... She's just been peeing on, that, on, the, on the floor? I'm thinking that they're peeing where they sit. <laughs> at least jane is i mean dad gets yeah, an opportunity to get up in the pool and be in the pool maybe he's peeing right, in the corner of the, the pool, pool. <laughs> also i don't know that they've had any water so maybe they're not peeing that's true that's very true sorry uh, we're interrupting they're like having a beautiful heart to heart words to the daughter and my, she's losing it my favorite part about how the daughter just acted that was that her crying and being upset about her dad saying that was just her with like her mouth open, just like silent. She crying. looked like <laughs> she looked like one of the paintings from our the show that she did. Like it was museum. just like total, just like Ugh. yeah. Okay, we've Who's got a prophet? name, John Vincent Bell. Okay, and one of the Mandy girls Bell. that they found that died was named Mandy Bell. All right, Shazam. Bell and his uh, wife divorce. Wife dies. Okay, and dad wasn't competent to take care of her. And when social service agents showed up to remove the oh, girl, he beat Bell someone to beat. death. Okay, one of them to death. Oh, but then the daughter was in she an accident, in a car accident, and died. 
So they have to fight to the death like he did. Okay. This is... I don't know So we found this. a gym on Hall Street in the Tenderloin District. I guess that would have an indoor pool? We got him, they say. And now he's, like, talking to the dad. Yeah. And, like, I saw Jane's face while you did what you did. Right, because he killed someone. So she's probably, like... Uh, but, like, I mean, oh, she's playing into the delusion. Oh, smart, Jane, smart. She's like, my dad lied to me. He's a liar. I want you to take care of me, Mr. Oh, Unsub Man. I'll go anywhere with you, Mr. Oh, Unsub. Oh, he's on daddy. Not daddy. That was a weird. There's weird connotations to daddy. Oh, now. no. But she's like, don't. If he, I said I'd go with you, we both live. I need, I need to know to that know you're, you're not a liar, not a liar too. like my dad. Oh my god, she's dad playing Jane, the play shit the out of him. He is a fiddle and she is freaking a fiddler. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of any famous violinist in that moment. <laughs> he is the fiddle Paganini. and she is the fiddler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sirens, we're pulling up. We're going to find the dad just changing the thing. Yeah. We're not going to find Mr. Man. Mr. Man, the unsub. The fiddle. And the the fiddle and the fiddler. We don't know where they are. (laughs) All right, in we go. Swat, 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 swat. Checking all the doors. There's so many doors in this gym. Yeah, well, it's a friggin' public pool, man. Okay, well, there's the pool. There's our blood splatters. Everybody's. Uh, we boop, see boop, the Polaroids. We know they were there. there Some he might is. call them Polaroids. I might call them Pooleroids. Wow. Because they're at a pool. All right. So we have the dad, but they're like, where's Jane? And oh. he's like, he took her. Just a few. How oh, long ago? Just missed him. Oh, boy. We need to put out an APB. Bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop, bop. APB. <laughs> All right, we need that in that vehicle information. Yeah, Cooper's putting out. Who? Someone's putting out the APV. Okay. All right, we're gonna get on the chopper. You gotta get that. We're back. It's such a bookend. We started the episode with a chopper. We're ending it with a chopper. And there's a lot of chopper in the middle. Yes, we really enjoyed. We must have had a. We had a high helicopter budget in this episode. Yeah, there was a chopper budget for this. They were like, guys, it's a backdoor pilot. Don't spare any. We've got Forrest Whitaker. We've got (laughs) knockoffs of every other team member. Forrest Whitaker was like, I only act in shit with helicopters. Yep. All right, they're there. They found the dude. All right, Constantine's running to the roof. He's going to use his scope again. Yes. All right, so but they're walking. But, like, yeah. we can see the Fine. spotlight, so they're very close. <laughs> and, like, how are these people that they're passing on the street not like, wait, what the fuck is this lady screaming about? Well, she's not man? screaming. But she looks distressed. She looks very I would notice that. I, I would be suspicious human. if I saw that walking down the street. Yeah. Oh, now they're running. Now they're very suspicious. Oh, they're in a parking garage. Don't shine it on the street. Just give me the rooftop. Okay. So they're saying that, like, because he was in prison for so long, his animal instincts are going to kick in, so he's going to go to the roof. Like, Is that the he's animal either instinct? Gonna go, he's going to burrow or climb free. <laughs> 
So they're really betting a lot of money on the climb free theory. Because yeah, because like, they're not going to find him. If it's down, you guys are shit out of luck. All right. right, but somehow we found the parking garage. I don't know. Everybody's Dude, running, running the up those ramps in a parking garage would be so tiring. It's gonna be, yeah, tiring and dizzy. <sighs> yeah, they find him. Take the elevator. That's not as interesting visually for a show. It's just them like standing in the elevator, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dark comedy kind of the move. All right. They're right by the Orpheum. We're having our show down on the roof. Yeah, here we go. Do not blind my agents. Yeah, Those so aren't your agents, Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Well, one of them is. All right. Well, he lady. stood up. All right. So now he's going to jump. Shoot. So they're Do trying to talk to somebody him. else's daughter. Oh, he's, he's bonding. Oh, he's just so going to jump. He pushes her and he. So now he's on the edge. They say, edge. get off the wall, get off the wall. He's going to jump. <laughs> he th- drops he's, the gun. He's going to do a dramatic just like fall back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the arms. Yep. You know. There he goes. We've all seen it. There he goes. Goodbye. Yep. Boop. Oh, he just stepped off. Yeah, it wasn't quite. <laughs> Prentice is shocked. <laughs> Prentice Her mouth jo- is just agape. Noticeably drops. <laughs> and then she goes to look over like, oh, shit. Oh! <gasps> He's right there! Oh! Wow. Who Whoa! Constantine. Constantine, right. So he hadn't actually oh jumped. He, like, jumped onto a ledge, and then he was just laying there, and he was going to shoot Prentice, but then Constantine shot him instead. Wow. I would give was, it to them. That surprised me. That was a me. plot twist I was in for. That yeah, was a that plot was twist good. I didn't see coming. We've seen this episode how many times, and that got us still. That was good. They're absolutely actually in San Francisco, too. Yeah, they they really had a budget for this one, guys. Yeah. The CEO of CBS said, pull out all the stuff. They were like, Forrest. Also, that look on the daughter of the t-shirt over the long sleeve oh. was a look I wore so much. So early 2000s. In my teen years. <laughs> so dad and daughter have <sighs> reunited. Oh, reunited. Oh, they've, where's the wife? Bring in the wife. They love each other. They've forgiven each other for their shortcomings. Right. They went through all that shit together. Jane saved the day, honestly. There she is. There's the wife. The wife's here. She's happy. Oh. Reunited and it feels so good. Wow. We're really honing in on the lady agent. Yeah. For some reason. This is like symbolic to her, but we never get a background where that's true. Now we're all drinking beers. Now we're having beers in the laundromat. Oh, the sexual tension between Constantine and Prentice. Yeah. I really, I'm going to need a spinoff that's just the two of them. Someone call Paramount Plus. (laughs) I'm in. <laughs> All right. Reed did literally nothing. Now he's just, he's just eating. there eating trail mix. A big old container of trail mix. <laughs> oh, we're back to the lady. She's giving the picture to Cooper. Cooper okay. gives me a little bit of a Gideon vibe, and that yeah. like he's like holding on to these things. Mm, yeah. I think it's time you have a reminder. Trust your gut with a happy ending. <sighs> Cell phone rings. It's going to be another case. It's going to be another case. Boom, boom, boom. Or it's Aaron Strauss being like, the you were fuck? Right. Oh, 
Call me. Don't be insulting. <laughs> it's her. It He's like, she's like, I'm going to read you the riot act when you get back. Well, dot, dot, dot. It's something to look forward to. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> get on that jet and come home. I have a pile of cases for you. Oh, Strauss. Har, har, har. She said she's going to buy us a steak dinner oh, when we get back. Ho, 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 and then he's like, thanks for putting yourself on the line for me. And Hotch is like, anytime. Thanks for being right. What? <laughs> like, warm... Cuts to like the full house intro. Like, what is this ending? And then they're just cheersing in the laundromat. Yeah, what? And then... I'm sorry, but why couldn't that have all happened in the regular ass police precinct? <laughs> or at their hotel. I assume they were all staying at a nice hotel. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I. Uh, there was a lot to laugh at. There and was I a, enjoyed it for that. <laughs> it wasn't boring. That's true. It's interesting and kind of, in a kind of funny way because there are see there are some things that are like very overdone. Oh yeah, and kind of cheesy. Yeah. Um. The crime itself. And the unsub itself, I guess, is interesting. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel super strongly kind of one way or the other about that. Yeah. I just, yeah. as I've already voiced, I have just some general complaints about black about backdoor pilots. Yeah. And I think whatever the issues ended up being with this spinoff were readily apparent right up front. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and I, Criminal Minds is already like, I don't know. There's something about it. Well, you know what's... It's just got that something. It's hard to spin off a show. It's hard to do a spinoff. It is. Spinoffs very rarely work. Like, it's not... Like, Frasier is maybe one of the only successful spinoffs. And what was a spinoff? Maud. Maud was a spinoff of... All in the family. Okay. Frasier's a spinoff of Cheers. Right. Name another successful spinoff. I can't think of one. Private Practice was a spinoff of oh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. That did pretty well for a while. Yeah. Station 19's a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. We watched that religiously. Oh, yeah. Anything in the Arrowverse. All our trashy Arrowverse They're shows. all spinoffs of each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there are plenty of precedents for... A spinoff. And I think yeah. in the last maybe like five or six-ish years, TV has like maybe finally figured out the recipe for a good spinoff. Right. Like thinking of like a bad spinoff, I'm thinking <clears throat> Joey. <laughs> <laughs> like we're coming out of Friends. We love Friends. We're like, okay, we'll stick with Joey. Yeah. My family watched that show religiously, but it was not good. Yeah. I think the thing about a spinoff is that it's always going to be a gamble, ultimately. Because you're gambling yeah. on what made the first show really good, but those things aren't always going to translate to the spinoff. Right. And, and like... The expectations from the original will be there on the spinoff, 
right away. Right. Which can be you a burden. I mean? Right. Like with Joey, it was like, you're coming off of Friends, which is probably the most famous sitcom there has ever been. Right. Like, you can't. You, you can't. Well, and so, like, here, the Law and Orders are sort of a good example, oh, yeah. which I think is probably what they were trying to replicate with Criminal Minds. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Because they're thinking, like, okay, there's a formula here. You have a crime procedural. Yeah. You have a team of CSI detectives. CSI does that, too. CSI. Yeah. Like, there were other shows that had done it. So, I'm sure they just thought, like, yeah, like, Criminal Minds is doing great. Like, why wouldn't this do well? But I think what it ultimately comes down to is, and we've talked about this before, part of what makes Criminal Minds so good and different than just, like, your average crime procedural, I think, is, like, the team and their dynamics and their relationships. And that's something that you can't necessarily like always replicate because the chemistry between those cast members has to be just right. right. Yeah. It has to come from like, you can't write that chemistry in. you need that chemistry from the human people. It has to be like organic. And I think that's how criminal minds became successful is that like the people on the show naturally had really organic chemistry with each other. And then slowly over time, the writers figured out that that's like what made it special and I don't know what doomed suspect behavior. Like, I don't know what no. its issue was. I know ne- I've never watched it <laughs> other than this backdoor pilot. <laughs> I'm going to seek it out. I'm going to um, try to watch it now that I know that Matt Ryan's in it. But I, I don't know. I have to assume that, like, the team and everything, it just wasn't compelling enough. Yeah. I also think it's interesting, and it didn't occur to me until just now, which is that Bringing in Forrest Whitaker is an interesting choice. But I feel like they were trying to do what they were trying to do with Mandy Patinkin. Yes. Which is like bring in a really big name to like anchor the team. But that didn't work with Mandy Patinkin. No. It was like the wrong kind of big name. Right. Kind of like Forrest Whitaker. Like, I don't know. You just don't connect Forrest Whitaker (laughs) with like a network crime procedural. You don't picture him doing that. So I, it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing that they tried to do. And I don't fully understand the thought process behind it, but clearly we know it didn't work out, but that didn't stop them from trying again. No, they do try again later. Beyond borders. <laughs> they were determined <laughs> to get a freaking like, spinoff. We we're we're going to milk this cash cow as much as we can. <laughs> it's like they tried so hard. They really did. So, yeah, it's... I think I liked it, though. On its own, like, listen, I don't love a backdoor pilot. I think they're poopy, especially when you're binging. Yes. There's nothing more disappointing than when you're binging or when you're invested in a show. Yeah. Like, like um, when I watch Grey's Anatomy, and Grey's Anatomy doesn't have backdoor pilots, but they have a lot of bottle episodes mm. that are about, like, one character in particular. Yeah. And so you know you're not going to get any plot that week. Like, I hate episodes like that when I'm, like, binging or watching a show in real time. Because it breaks your momentum. 
it really breaks your momentum. But the way we're watching Criminal Minds, where it's like, I'm not, re- we're not binging it necessarily. Like, we just watch it every week for fun. I enjoyed that. On its own, I enjoyed it. I'll say it. I'll say it, Kelsey. I will On its say. Own, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I will say that I have seen this episode now, I guess, three times. I enjoyed it the most this time. Yeah. It's fun. It was fun to watch together. It's a fun episode. It's a fun episode to to watch with someone and to sort of banter through because it's kind of ridiculous and there's some weird choices that are made. Yep. Um, Yep, 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 yep. yep. So I can appreciate it for that, for what it is. Yeah. I imagine when I first saw it and we were binging it, I did not appreciate it. Yeah. But well, yeah, because to your point, then, like, when you're watching a show that you haven't seen before and you're in sort of that like that motion of like binging the show and like getting yeah. plot, like you said, assumption of it, this is so it's so like jarring because it like completely takes you away from the track that yeah. you were on. But I will also say this. Yes. That. Different than other shows, Criminal Minds being a procedural has fewer, like, storyline elements that tie through the whole thing. It's right. not like you're, like, waiting from week to week to see what happens. There's less to interrupt. So a little bit, a little bit, it's not as interrupting because it's still procedural. You're still getting the same basic elements you were going to get on a regular episode. Yeah. It's just with different people. You're just being forced to spend You're just time. being forced to watch Forrest Whitaker slum it in a giant laundromat <laughs> why was that a choice it's so weird it was so weird it was yeah i just they were they trying to really hard. they tried to like really divide the line between like your bau who yeah. works in the like the precinct and has and a jet da, 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 and then you get like the the scrappy like yeah suspect behavior whatever yeah Although, isn't, I, you know what? I have nothing to say about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all stupid. No. Suspect behavior is criminal mind. Like, I feel like they are like, simo- they're synonyms. Well, that's what I don't really understand about the concept. Because Beyond Borders, at least, had its own shtick, right? Because it was right. like, maybe on that's why they tried soil. again. But, yeah. like, you're right. Like, what the hell is different between suspect behavior and just criminal minds, which is behavioral and, analysis? Yeah. Like, and they're what, the same. What was his unit? Like, what is Cooper's unit? I don't know. Are they just a different piece of the BAU? I don't know. Like, is the is the BAU huge and Hotch is just one little part of it? I mean... Or are they the whole thing? The... Uh, none of us will have an answer we need to call whoever runs the show and have a chat and be like what's your can i need a jrr tolkien style like map (laughs) of how the writers of this show conceive of the fbi well so i don't know about like the real fbi and the real bau i imagine that to be a pretty big Right. It umbrella unit that has multiple sort of teams that could be working at any given time. Yeah. I also my understanding, having read having read um the book that Mindhunter is based off of. 
My understanding from that is that like the real BAU is less of like teams and more so like mm. individual agents that will collaborate on different cases depending on what the cases are. Yeah. So you'll that have more accurate. Right. Like you'll have like a like a like a sexual assault expert who will come in for like a specific case involving that. Yeah. And then you might have like people which i feel like they tried to do that at the beginning right like they all have like, their they'll specialty. talk about like l is the sexual assault person morgan is like a bomb squad dude right. reads the which like is brilliant mind a backstory about morgan that i constantly forget um it never comes up again but in the show they really do make it seem like just this team is the BAU because they'll talk about that. But meanwhile, them. the bullpen is freaking huge. Yeah, There's yeah. always like 10 other people working. Well, Quantico's got a lot going on, but the BAU because well, yeah. they, they always talk about it like the unit that they're going to disband right. or they're going to do this or they're going to do that. So it's like you're supposed to assume that there's just this six or seven of them or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, whatever. Maybe it's like it maybe it's like in like a Grey's Anatomy or something where like you like you only focus on these people, but you know there are other people still being doctors in the hospital. Like right. occasionally it'll be like, Oh, doctor so and so had to help me with a consult. Right. And like you'll get one episode with one other doctor. Like maybe it's like we know there are other agents. Well, we do because we will meet know. other agents like throughout the case, like the course of the show that What's Either are face? in different specialties and like do other mm-hmm. things. Like we we met the one that was more like in financial crimes, and he came in and yeah. was helping with something. And then we'll also meet from time to time agents that like used to work with Hotch and Rossi, right. but then like moved on to a different unit. So I don't right, know. Right, 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 There's right. a whole organizational chart that we don't understand. <laughs> Someday, Whatever. maybe. Someday, maybe. <laughs> um, well, I have no clue who is first. I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Okay. Yeah, since we just watched the episode and it's fresh in my mind, I okay. want to hear the fun fact. Well, the fun fact um, does relate to our good friend Forrest Whitaker. Um, Lovely. So, as as we've already talked about, we've got Forrest Whitaker, who is sort of at the helm of uh, criminal mind suspect behavior. And then we've talked about Beyond Borders just a little bit, which came out in 2016. So, we're several Ooh, we're several years away from Beyond, Bear, Beyond Borders at this point. Um, which, if you'll remember, is starring one Gary Sinise. Yes. Um, which, yes. the interesting fun fact about that is that makes the original OG Criminal Minds the only show in the franchise without an Oscar nominee in a top role. Wow. <laughs> because Whitaker, uh, Forrest Whitaker, won Best Actor for The Last King of Scotland in 2006. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that was before this. Several years before this. Show? this. Uh, yeah, so like, he had an Oscar on his shelf. When they convinced him to put on a leather what? jacket and stand in a laundromat. I mean, Manny Patinkin, I guess, doesn't have an Oscar, but I'm not. sure he has Tony's. Oh, for sure. So they still got him. Um, and then Sinise, Gary Sinise, uh, 
he uh, was a nominee uh, for, for Best Supporting Actor in Forrest Gump. Ah, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they get some, like, big names for these spinoffs. They really do. You know what? CBS has some deep pockets. That's what we are But it's like, the big names were not enough. No. And not enough to replicate the original magic. I feel like that's something where we've really, like, the industry is starting to learn now that we have streaming where, like, more shows are being made in a more democratic way. Yeah. That you don't necessarily need a big name to anchor a show. Right. And have it successful. Like, I'm thinking, like, Mrs. Maisel. I guess the big name is the writers on Mrs. Maisel, and that's how that got made. Yeah. But, like, Rachel Brosnahan wasn't a big name. Well, and I mean, you see it all the time. There are lots of successful shows on streaming services that have no one you know in them. Right. And a lot of, like shows yeah. start out with no names i mean who the hell knew ellen pompeo before right exactly. Grey's anatomy became a thing but you knew patrick dempsey true he was the big name there he was the big name well okay let's return to our favorite friends yes. all no names in the beginning yeah well or was monica courtney she cox was, yeah courtney cox was the springsteen girl that was yeah it, yeah, but- yeah. But yeah, so yeah. I don't know. First of all, travesty that Joe Montana doesn't have an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't ever been nominated I mean, for one. Has he ever been in a film? Yes. Or does he just do TV? He's been in so many mob movies. Oh. But no Oscar nominees among the bunch. But hey, okay. there's still time. Well, there is still time, yeah. Any of them could win an Oscar. Any of them. I wish Paget Brewster would EGOT. I feel like if any of them could EGOT, it would she be She could do it. Yeah. She could totally do it. Paget or Matthew Gray Goobler? Yeah. But I think Paget would actually do it. <laughs> I feel like Matthew Gray Goobler is just like living off of his royalty checks from Criminal Minds and like just making weird shit on the internet. I mean, but like, why you? not? <laughs> yeah. Like, for real. Um, well, so there you go. There's your fun fact about Forrest Whitaker. Thank you. Fun times. I've been holding on to that one for a long time. I mean, obviously. That one, that one was an early one that I found that I was like, ooh, Uh, when we get to this episode, I am ready. Forrest Wits. Um, so you're going to recommend something to us. It's not... The Minute Clinic. It's not the Minute Clinic at CVS. Please tell me that <laughs> it's it also not warm what? jello. No, uh, guys. Oh, I do have to share this with the podcast. <laughs> Over this process of being sick, like, my th- my throat has been super, like, agonizingly sore. Like, I couldn't sleep at night. It hurts so much. So I've been eating lots of soft foods. And guys, I had both Jello and pudding. I had regular Jello, Kelsey, not just warm Jello. I also had just like cold Jello. I was thinking about the great pudding debate when you were talking about Jello. <laughs> so I also I bought myself the other day. I bought myself some snack packs of chocolate pudding. And as I was eating it, I was like, "God damn, pudding is so good! Why did I say Jello's better? It's so much better!" <laughs> I'm glad you finally like saw the error. Both. I really like them both, but that Jello hit me in some kind of way, man. <laughs> or pudding, not yeah. Jello, pudding. 
I just like was sitting here with my cold snack bag, just like living my best life. I'm glad that it you was, finally had an occasion ugh. to sort of like eat them side by side, so yeah. you could make a real comparison. And I had I had blue raspberry Jello, so it wasn't like I ate shit Jello. No, that's like a good my, flavor of Jello. It's a good flavor, great color. You know, dye that tongue blue. What's your least then, favorite flavor of Jello? Uh. Lime, any lime or lemon? Oh, I have never once in my life had lime Jello. I was gonna say my dad loves lime. Oh, yeah. So we used to eat a lot of. I mean, I imagine that it's bad. Yeah, I don't like orange. You know, in that like Mm. standard Jello mix pack, you get like orange, watermelon, and like strawberry. Yeah, I would always not want the orange. Yeah. I pro I mean I could get through orange, I think. So anyway, you were having jello and pudding. Yeah, and I I finished that story. And then you drank but warm realized- jello. Well, I drank warm jello, yeah. Can I ask how the warm jello is achieved? Um, let me ask the woman who made it. Cassandra. <laughs> is she still please listening approach to the me? microphone? No, I guess something happened with her earbud and she can't hear you anymore. Damn. Come closer to the mic. You're going to need to speak so the listeners can hear you. <laughs> How was the warm jello achieved? Speak into the mic, please. <laughs> Get close. Come closer. She does not want to. <laughs> you just make it like you're making jello, but you don't put the cold water in. You heard it here, guys. You make it like you're making jello and you don't put the cold water in. Okay. Thank you, Cass. That was my key. Cur- has been mystified by the fact that you made me warm jello. Well, so here's. <laughs> it was here's a backpacking treat. Oh, when you were in your adventure club in college. Oh. So it wasn't Ohio medicine, it's Gannon University medicine. Interesting. But it's good for your throat. It's good for your throat. For people who will not drink tea. People who will not drink tea like me like Kelly. need something. So yeah, guys, I hate tea. I don't know what it is. So Something about that taste. <laughs> this is like a stupid thing, but ever since you said that you had warm jello and you were drinking it, my question was, did you prepare it like normal and then then let it melt? Or did you oh, make no. it with just without ever making letting it solidify? That was where my curiosity was. It did solidify. Was. I didn't finish it, so it did solidify. Oh. It turned into jello. Then it's just like just a second round of a bottom treat. of my mug. There you Cassie go. had that. I didn't have that jello. Interesting. Um, well, now I don't remember what I was going to. Oh, my recommendation. Yes. I feel like I've had lots of things. I feel like I've thought of lots of recommendations since we last recorded. Yeah. And I can't remember any of them. Uh, so here's what I'm going to recommend. Oh, we did have a cotton candy machine for our anniversary. Cassie <gasps> said I should recommend yeah. that. I am going to recommend that. We got a cotton candy machine for our home, and it is great. So, Have you guys just I been recommend eating that. cotton candy? Like, uh, No, we haven't had it since our anniversary, but because <laughs> it's a bitch to clean. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's messy. We were going to do it. We, are, we were going to have it when our niece and nephew were here, but it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Uh, um, but my recommendation is, yes, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, guys, 
I went to Target the other day to get some of my soft foods and the Christmas stuff was out and I almost cried. The spirit just hit me. The Christmas spirit. <laughs> I am here. You know how they talk about how like you'll never feel the same Christmas magic you felt when you were little and like every year you like a little bit you feel like a Grinch or a Scrooge. Yeah. Well, this year it hit like I had that like little kid Christmas magic feeling again. That's magical. In the aisles at Target. And then today, we got a free Echo Dot with our Verizon service. Mm. So it just arrived. So Cassie plugged it in the other day. And I had it play some Christmas music while I was working this afternoon. And it was just magical. And I just (laughs) kept thinking about how happy I am that it's Christmas time. Oh, my God. Uh, So, listen, lots of people poo-poo. On your early Christmas celebrations. Same. But I am here to say, I love it. I dive in. I lean in. We don't have, like, our tree. Like, decor's not up, you know. We don't have our lights on our house or anything. But music is in the air. The spirit's in my heart. (laughs) And I am celebrating. (laughs) So if you are a celebrator of Christmas or just a lover of the the magic of the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, lean into it. Let yourself have that joy. Don't let any Grinches who are like, we need to do Thanksgiving first. That would be Don't me. Don't let them get on your shit. Yeah, Kelsey. Stephen and I. Christmas. Guess what? You can take a pause on Christmas and let Thanksgiving have its thing. You don't need a build up to Thanksgiving, but the build up to Christmas is part of it. There's literally Advent. Like, it's built into it. Yeah. The anticipation. Yeah. Steven and I have been fighting quite a bit over the last couple of days about when the Christmas can kick off. Uh, we've we slowly integrate it. We we can't bring it all at once. We've reached a compromise, which is um, the Christmas lights outside can go up and on the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. But I am like steadfast that the tree and the interior decor cannot go up until the Thanksgiving, until after Thanksgiving. So like Thursday is Thanksgiving, Friday you can put that tree up. That's my thing. I just can't do it any <laughs> Listen, so we usually get our Christmas tree after thanksgiving usually what we do for thanksgiving is we will start it here we'll go to my parents house have thanksgiving there and then that night we'll drive to ohio and we'll do thanksgiving again over the weekend with cassie's family and then on the way back we stop at a farm and we get that tree strapped to our car and we put it up as soon as we get home now we have a live tree so it's a strategy more so on our part to not have it be dead by christmas yeah. Uh, if we put up a fake tree every year, it would probably go up before Christmas or before Thanksgiving. And I personally know that you do fake trees. So you do yes. not have that excuse. No, we don't. And we have put our Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving in the past when we travel for Thanksgiving. Okay. So because what what's fun is to come home from your right, Thanksgiving and your trip. House is ready. And the tree's there and you can turn it yeah. right on. Um so we've done that before. Like if we know we're gonna be out of town for Thanksgiving, 
we'll put the tree up the weekend before Thanksgiving, have it all decorated, and then it's like ready to go when you come back. Yeah. And you could just like launch right into that Christmas season. But this year we're doing Thanksgiving at our house. Right. And so I really just feel like I can't clutter my holidays by having Christmas decor up for Thanksgiving. Now let me say this as well. We're the only country where that's an issue. I know. And it doesn't need to be an issue. You can make it the space. Is an issue for Thanksgiving me. Thanksgiving has its own space. Listen, I love Thanksgiving. I love the parade. I love it all. The food. I love it. It has its day. Before <laughs> it and its after. Day. Thanksgiving is like a pregame for Christmas. In a lot of ways, yes. Yeah. So why not be pre-gaming the pre-game <laughs> with some jollity? Listen, to each their own. I just, that's personally I how I feel about it. Stephen can come to our house and decorate with us. I said, And you him, can sit at home and eat farts. He would, he would love it. <laughs> I sent him um, something on Instagram because Tan France posted a photo right. of his Christmas tree and was they like, their tree right after Halloween. We put our Christmas tree up on Halloween. And I sent it to him and I was like, <laughs> you can go live with Tan. Yeah. And Stephen was like, I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet when they build their new mega mansion in Salt Lake City, they'll have like 20 trees. I'm trying to like get us a France second tree. Mansion, the Franchin. Stephen's You not tried for- to do a second tree? I'm trying to Stephen convince him do to, it? to do it. That's I'm experiencing cognitive dissonance because Stephen once put the tree up now, but will not take two trees. He feels like it's over. He's jolly, but not. Oh, and I'm like two full trees. Yeah, like I want to do. Well, you have sort of two living spaces, exactly. So I guess so. I want our big full tree upstairs in our win- center window, so then you can like see it from the street. Uh-huh. But then I want to get, like, a smaller one for downstairs living room. So that you can, regardless of where you're sitting, you can enjoy a Christmas tree. Dude, we figured out that we're probably going to have to put our Christmas tree in the dining room. (laughs) You seem so upset by that. I am, because we're not going to be able to sit and look at it. I love looking at my tree. Why can't you put Maybe it in we'll your just have to room. temporarily. Uh, have you seen the beanbag that's in our home? <laughs> we'll move the beanbag somewhere. I know. We might have to move the beanbag Sometimes somewhere. you have to sacrifice furniture. <laughs> Cassie says it won't fit anywhere else. Also, like, I think we could I get it upstairs. Could, I don't think we could get it up the stairs. I think we could get it up the I stairs. I would really enjoy just watching us watching the, the two of you try to get it upstairs. <laughs> watching Cassie fluff it that is. <laughs> a site on its own when we so since we were sick we moved the beanbag to directly so to set up the scene for listeners the orientation of my living room is uh the the couch faces the tv we have a little ottoman right in front of the couch we have a a, a couch with a chaise on the one end and then the beanbag is off to the side against the wall on the right hand side of the couch uh so when we're sick <laughs> or just feeling like particularly pitiful, the ottoman gets pushed 
to the other side of the living room, and the beanbag gets put right in front of the couch. Yeah. Front and center. So it's just like one mountain of comfy. Yeah. And right in front of the TV. So the beanbag just last night, after two weeks of sitting in front of our couch just last night, got moved back to its position on the side. Uh, so that's how you know we're really feeling better. Cause I was going to say. got put back. That's the signal that you're, that's you're really the signal. improving. We cleaned our living room. Also, nothing says you're sick quite like that pile of tissues that didn't make it into the trash can. <laughs> you know, you look that way and you just see little tissues. You can really measure <laughs> how bad of a night it was <laughs> by the pile of tissues on the side of your bed when you wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, there were ma- that like was many a rough days one. I would do multiple just like, okay, got to pick them all up. Got to pick Ugh. them all up. See, it's been yeah, so it long since I've been that sick, and yeah. I don't miss it. We went through, like, five tissue boxes. Oh, like, God. There were a few nights where Cassie would have to come out and sleep in the beanbag because laying down was too much. Like, she had to Ugh. sit up while she slept. It was awful. Oh, God. I, I don't You want don't it. want it. It was truly maybe... I. Was to, I've been texting my, my mom texts me every day being like, how's the patient? How's the throat? Blah, Classic. Blah. And she texted me the other day. She just goes, man, this is just like when you had mono. And I was like, yeah, I feel like this is worse than when I had mono. God. But if you've ever had mono, it felt kind of like that. Ugh. I never had mono. Really? Nope. I did. My brother had it. I don't know how I got it. I wasn't kissing anybody. <laughs> You didn't even. My life. I wasn't kissing anybody. You didn't so. even have the joy of kissing. No, I just received it somehow. <laughs> Probably from a dirty cup know. or something. Oh, <laughs> hush! I've had it all. Well, we've done it. Yeah. So Christmas, get in on Christmas. Um, I would like to take us to another corner. Oh, that I've been sitting on for a while. Review corner. <gasps> we I have believe a we have. Two reviews to read. Two reviews. So let me. Oh, she's got to pick up that phone. Pull them up. I don't even uh, know if I've seen these. All right, we're up to thirty-nine reviews, so we're doing all. Damn. Right. See all. All right. Uh, yeah. So our last review came in on October twelfth. So I okay. don't think on your anniversary. Uh, I think yes, and we recorded the day before, I believe. So right, 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 right. I have right. not read this one. All right. The username is <clears throat> LTP. Okay. LTPI. I don't know. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it is five stars naturally. Of and the subject line is, please never stop. <laughs> it says, hello. I love this podcast. It's so funny and calming and relaxing. Oh, right. Take this as a compliment. I listen to it to fall asleep. <laughs> It honestly feels like I'm watching my fave show with my best friends. Listen, you remember this review now, Kelsey? We talked about this one. We do. I remember this because one. Because are we really that relaxing to listen to? <laughs> I feel like Cassie would argue no. Cassie's looking at me like, no, you absolutely are not but relaxing. But I, I find that to be truly a compliment. Like, Yeah, it is really a compliment. Like, really. I don't, I don't know how our insanity makes you sleepy but i'm I know. honored the occasional cackle 
Like, I only, you know what? I'm thinking about it. I have a few podcasts. Like, I won't listen to new episodes to fall asleep, but I'll go back and put on old ones. Yeah. And I usually only put on the silly ones now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, see, I put on the ones. There's something relaxing about silliness. It just makes me feel comfy. Yeah. we've. I fell asleep to Sinisterhood the other oh, night. Yeah, that's, I include that as a silly one. Because our power was out, and so <laughs> I just put a podcast on and I did end up falling asleep but usually if I'm gonna use a podcast to fall asleep I listen to the ones that are like more of a narrative like they're like it's not like a conversation back and forth between people it's like Uh noble blood like she's just kind of reading a really beautifully written thing yeah that's what calms me like the sort of like beautiful ebb and flow of a story but i appreciate being that person for you yeah so reviewer uh i hope you enjoyed the dulcet tones of my sick voice yeah i hope it didn't i hope her change in her voice didn't ruin the (laughs) sleepiness my my nephew jackson uh has this fake snore right now that's so silly he'll go shoo me 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 me, 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 me. <laughs> like a freaking cartoon character. It's hilarious. Uh, so, me, 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 me. That's you. happening to you right now. <laughs> but thank you for the review. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. And then our most recent review came on my birthday. Wow. Too big. My anniversary and then my birthday. I know. Thanks, two for guys. two. October love. Uh, it comes from user... Amelia Karwacki. Okay. I hope I said that right again. Uh, Five stars. Subject line is besties. I'm a 17-year-old obsessed with criminal minds and who actually, because of this show, wants to go into forensic science and criminology. Hell yeah! Absolutely fascinating. Parentheses, real cases, LOL. You guys are so funny and amazing and I absolutely love you. Uh... I've listened to this podcast two times and crack up every episode at least once. <laughs> I love the Sadie content and I love the Rex and fun facts. Anyways, I love you guys and keep it up. Thank you, Thank Amelia. You. But also, you're 17. Go study. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for your lovely review. Um, also, love that you're going to be a real BAU crime fighter. Yeah. If That's awesome. you get into the FBI, let us know. Yes. We'd love to know how it works. Yes, as we also, discussed. I would just like a tour of Quantico. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go. Yeah, you'll be our inside track when yeah, you get there. Yeah, in like 10 years, I guess. Yeah. Um, when but we're yeah. very much not recording anymore. Well, yeah. Maybe Thank we are. You. I don't know. Maybe the podcast will change. I mean, we do. Maybe we'll we've, be around forever. We've got that uh, Paramount Plus possibility you never know we'll find i mean suspect behavior if we keep (laughs) if we keep going at the rate we went in october we will be recording forever release one episode per month we're going for years people god (sighs) well those were fun reviews those were fun reviews hey we're one away from an even 40 keep them coming Uh, so if you are feeling inspired, go ahead and 
leave us a review put us over that edge <laughs> yeah what a sound uh, effect <laughs> we learned with our echo dot that you can have it make announcements for you really and so there's an app where you go type in your announcements, but it has suggested sounds to include. And the very first sound it suggests is the fart sound. Oh. So Cassie and I like to just, and it'll go, announcement from Kelly. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm going to have to investigate that. We have an yeah, echo Do you have dot. anything that does that? Yeah. Yeah. Go make the, a fart um, sound. We like the insult app. Mm. I think we've demonstrated it, yeah, for you before. But they'll we like we like to insult Sadie with it because <laughs> she Aww. gets real confused when she hears her name. So she'll kind of look and like cock her head, yeah. and then they say something mean to her, and she doesn't know what it means, and it's so funny. <laughs> Aw, poor Sadie. She's just a dog. She's just a puppy. Like little bunnies. Well, um, this has been Well, fun. here we are, one hour and 36 minutes in. Hey, we haven't done it in a while. We had a lot to yeah, discuss. Yeah, it's our first week back. Um, We appreciate you sticking with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we'll be back next week. <laughs> I do, too. I feel Barring like... any unforeseen... Acts of God. I yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll be back. It's like typically when I sign off and I say we'll be back next week. I'm pretty confident that we will in fact be back next week. But our track record has been it's bad. Not been great. Maybe the cold's coming for you next, Kelsey. God, I don't, know. don't. Don't put that <laughs> demon on me. You're gonna have to. <laughs> I'll have to disinfect every space I touch when I have to go into the office on Seriously. Friday. Seriously. Uh, well. Like she said, we barring, will be back next week. Barring any unforeseen circumstances or illnesses, we will be back next week with a whole new episode of The Unknown Subject. Pretty soon we're going to be at the season five finale. Yeah, we're going to be it's wrapping coming. it up soon. Uh, so, yeah, you can find us back next week. Fingers crossed. Uh, you can follow us on social media um at the unknown subject podcast on instagram at unknown sub pod on twitter and then of course you can find us over on facebook and also on patreon we have Somebody got put something on patreon <laughs> like, there yeah. has not been a new crime documentary in ages no they keep popping new ones up for me but they're all I'm, old they're all foreign language i'm not gonna read i don't want to read yeah. That's I gotta be I'm in the right for. mood for reading. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. We'll figure it out. Also, hey guys, wasn't I really ahead of the curve with that Squid Game wreck? <laughs> I was there early, y'all. Everybody's into Squid Game now. I was there right at the start. We all know. We all know. You remember. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, we will give you credit for that. Thank you. You get props for I always that. have a little bit of a hipster side. Yeah. Uh, and it just came out real hard. So well, good for you. Uh, We're proud of you. Thank you. Um. So yeah, we'll s- what? I was. <laughs> have you seen the like people take the music from the red light green light one where the like 
robot girl sings like no i haven't seen that <laughs> i can't speak korean so i'm sorry that was probably <laughs> offensive <sighs> well anyway yeah anyway i need to go rest my instrument yeah i was now. gonna say you just really worked out your voice hard so you need to it. go rest let me work it i put get my thing down flip it and reverse it get some warm jello yeah maybe maybe i'll throat. have some ice cream uh oh ice cream is also <laughs> a good choice. such a look from gas um all right well thank you for being here thank today you for being here today uh we'll see you next week but as yes. they say when they catch the unsub it's it's over, over.